Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Thematic Podcast. I believe this is the season finale. And we got a doozy for you. Season three finale, <laughs> yes. We've got a doozy. This is a this is a lightning episode here where I get to ask Daniel whatever question <laughs> I want. <laughs> About 20 seconds ago, I found out what the question is. Yep. Yeah. I told and him. And I don't think we see eye to eye on it. I told him, and it was very surprising to him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was surprising. Yes. Are you ready? Daniel, do you think that a Christian can have a demon? Mm, as a pet or like uh <laughs> so Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's that okay. So can Christians have demons? Can they be impacted by demons? Can they be possessed, oppressed? Yes, In, no, 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 okay, yes. Okay, let's talk about okay. okay. Christians so, and demons. So is I'm it gonna possible? I'm gonna start really bold and just say what I think and then we'll we'll argue because I know you don't hundred percent agree. Well, I don't know. We'll see if I agree. I do not believe a Christian can be possessed by a demon. And what do you mean by possessed? It means that it occupies and controls their their body and impacts them in that way it live lives within them like you would see on the movie like you know like a, a horror movie or something like that okay okay i would say up until about a year ago i agreed with you 100 percent. Oh man I my whole life i cannot okay yeah okay yeah i want to I know more this is why this is okay. why i asked you the question because i've because like last year we agreed on this yeah exactly okay, okay. and i've 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 really uh changed I, my opinion okay so i I'm, I'm really interested to learn genuinely but i will say you've got a, a heavy lift because i cannot think of an example in scripture where a christian is possessed by a demon there are scriptures where christians including like the apostle paul potentially the way you read that are oppressed. oppressed oppressed meaning they have no power within you but they are messing with you constantly i mean jesus oppressed by satan meaning tempted and pestered and things like that 100 percent. in fact the best christians living on mission are probably the most oppressed um, right. in in my viewpoint so oppressed okay. yes possessed no that's where i would land. yeah that's definitely how i would word it before and Maybe still, I think it just depends on what you mean, what each person's definition of possessed is. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, okay. My opinion before was like, if you're saved, you have the Holy Spirit. And if you have the Holy Spirit, you can't have a demon. Now. So that's what I think. <laughs> Dang it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, uh -huh. but then, but then somebody, a, a trusted friend, pastor, preacher, missionary, he brought up a point that I was like, Oh no, I'm about to learn something. <laughs> he said, he said, if that's true, why would Jesus say, in fact, get this, behind me, Satan. No, no, no. In fact, let me say this before, cause it's even more of a banger. He said, he said, I don't even believe that, that the deliverance is for anybody other than Christians. I was like, what are you talking what? about? Yeah, what do you mean? And he goes, why would you deliver a demon from an unsaved person? All that's going to happen is that empty house is going to come back and be filled by seven more demons, which is in the Bible. That is. Right? Mm -hmm. Unless you fill the house, right? So, so then he says that, and I'm like, what? And this is what he said. Why would Jesus command us to go and cast out demons if it wasn't possible? Because if all you need to do is get saved, 
in other words, receive the Holy Spirit and demons are automatically gone, why wouldn't he just say, go and get everybody saved? Why would there be a commandment to cast out demons? And, and so I was like, okay, good point. And then, and then further hearing people teach on it that believe they would say, they would say to the delineation, because to me, the word, I, I would always say that I would agree with you. I would say you can't be possessed, but you could be oppressed. Like something's not in you, but you could be attacked, oppressed. Yeah. Um, but you can't have something. But then the more I've heard people that really believe in it, in it would say, if you have the Holy Spirit in your spirit, which is what is saved, no, there's no demonic anything in your spirit, but you have a flesh, you have a body, you have a soul. Oh, I guess that could be true. Can there be demonic activity or the presence of a, a spiritual force of darkness somehow m moving in your flesh or that part of you that's not eternal? Um, and, and, and so that's what I'm saying. I, wow. I'm just considering and, 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 and then you see like part of, okay. Part of it is not a biblical argument. Part of it for me is experiential. And that's like mm -hmm. a lot of issues in life. Of I course. have one pushback. Remind sure. me about filling the house so I don't forget okay. it. Okay. Um, obviously you want every piece of your theology to come rooted in the Bible, but everything's mm -hmm. informed by experience as well. And so, mm -hmm. you know, I've, I've now been in experiences where there's people that were in a, you know, in prayer meetings and it's like, man, I believe that you're saved, but there's something that has a grip on you. And I don't know, maybe you just call it oppression, not po possession. And that's fine. But like that's semantics really when it comes to like, whatever you call it, there's something that's not just you, not just, All right. not just your sin nature. An that's, that's something. And, and, and I just want it gone from you. And, or I have a position. I may not have an answer, but I have a position. So first of all, the Bible says, don't cast out the demons lest they go and go to the arid places and gather more and come back. Mm -hmm. But isn't the prevention from them coming back to fill the house with the yeah. strong man, which means they can't occupy the same space. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Cause that's the prevention yeah. to having them come back. So that actually strengthens the position in my mind that you cannot be dual occupied by both of the Holy spirit Whatever the house is, we don't know what the house is. Is the house your tenement of flesh? Is it your spirit only? We Now that's the next step. But would you agree that if the solution is don't cast them out, they're going to go get more lest you install someone stronger? Would that be a potential? Sure. Yeah. Okay. So to me, let's define possession. I believe possession, and I think it's distinct from something having a grip on you, and here's how I'm going to make the distinction in Scripture, all right? Paul says, oh no, I might be, I might be walking in a trap. Paul says, <laughs> I do the things that I don't want to do, right? All the time. I think what he's referring to is the battle between the flesh and the regenerated spirit. I do too. Not demons. I, I agree. Okay. Yeah. So, so to me, possession is when um, you have a demon occupying a part of your, of your spirit or body or mind. I don't know how the function, I don't know. There's no, it's not described. So I don't know the function, but it's affecting your will. It's, it's control. It's so influential. It's controlling your choice. And that's why it's so destructive because that is 
something we have that makes us imagers of God is our will. And so when a demon can get so oppressed and, and find a way in and you yield your will to it, that is really hard to come back from. Okay. So that's so, how I would describe possession. So the little girl... Me, okay, go ahead. Let me just... I do not think that you would disagree with me if I said to you, man, aren't there so many Christians in our churches that just can't get over that anger issue or that jealousy issue or that gossip issue or that addiction or that whatever, almost to the degree that there's something that's like controlling them. Is it just the sinful nature, but they've been redeemed. They have the power of the Holy Spirit in them. Why, why does that person keep giving themselves over to X, Y, and Z? I'm listen, I'm not saying that everything's a demon. I definitely, that's not, I don't believe that. I believe that most of the time we don't even need the devil. Like we just make sinful choices. But I, but, but I guess just to play devil's advocate, I wonder if sometimes we've gotten so used to the idea of let's just throw some medicine at something. I put it like this. I think a lot of the things that I see in the Bible, we see also in mental institutions and we just have names for them now. And in yeah, the Bible, they didn't have names for them. They just called them demons. Mm-hmm. Foaming at the mouth, seizures, well, the throwing down one. into fire. Like, yeah, we so, don't... so that's the same instance, essentially, right? <laughs> the, all three of those things are persistent in the little girl that's throwing herself into the fire, right? And the uh, apostles, just for people that don't know the story, the apostles go to pray for her. And Jesus is like, this is a demon. This isn't a sickness. So you can't, you're not going to heal this. You have to cast out the demon. And then the this heal. one only comes out by prayer and fasting. Oh, could, right? So, so this is the context. This is a real story. That and there's sometimes there's these stories in the Bible. You're like, my worldview makes so much sense until this one story happens, right? Um, so you said something that kind of rattled me. Can a demon possess your flesh, so to speak? Uh-huh. This would be a case. You are not your body, right? You're correct. You're not. And your body's not eternal. Correct. It's temporal. Okay. Although it it does seem to get regenerated if Jesus's post resurrection body is anything like our resurrection bodies will be. No, it's a new body. It's a new body, but it it's not like completely it's not like we look like slugs or snails of light. I mean, you're <laughs> I don't know what we're going to look like, but you have a new body. Yeah. But I'm just saying it's right? like Jesus was recognizable as Jesus, right? You know. Sure, yeah. And, and, and that, assumably. Yeah. But, but but he could go through walls. People thought he was a ghost. He's like, Oh no, I'm not a ghost. Touch and handle me. So you can touch it's trans it's a trans dimensional well, I guess I'm just He also wasn't recognized. I thought he was <sighs> I a, know. they thought he was the gardener. The dudes okay. of the road that's to, a good point. to Emmaus were like That's a good point. That's a good point. So <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> But anyway, yeah. Anyway, that's, that's another the, episode. This episode but <laughs> so we could talk about that later. So that kind of shook me a little bit because I never considered that. I hadn't thought about that yet. I mean, if that were the case, just gonna I'm gonna walk with you for a second here, okay. but I don't love it. I'm okay. gonna walk with you for a second. I'm gonna say, I didn't love it a year ago either. <laughs> <laughs> What's convenient about that bucket is it's like, oh, I know some amazing, wonderful believers that suffer from a mental illness. Full stop. And it's like, no matter what they throw at it, you know, and, and your heart breaks for, for those individuals, but maybe it is just really aggressive oppression. And to be honest, every one of those Christians that I know in my life, I've never tried to cast out a demon or I don't know if they've gone through that process. I mean, that's a really good question. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess at the end of the day, I like, don't want to scare anyone. The, yeah, like, what's that's the not point? my heart or yeah. anything, but like, yeah, I've never even thought about that. Yeah, what's the point of the conversation? Sometimes we have theological discussions, and it's just like we just want to argue, or you know, no, think that we're right about something. Like me bringing this up, there has to be some good, positive, practical application, or we're no, just talking. Good. Yeah. So yeah, that that's the reason I bring it up. Is like, is there okay? If, is now there, I it, want to have an expert on, by the way. Is like, there any <laughs> degree to which that we've we've maybe missed it? Maybe it's not all the way over here. Have you ever cast out a demon? I've now been involved in, in yeah. What? Yes. So I have not. So I, I, I'm it's like I'm gonna shut up and listen. That's more. what I'm saying is like you Can you can you describe it a little bit? Yeah, you get with, in these prayer meetings with these people and you're like, Man, I know you I know that you know Jesus and that you love Jesus and you worship, but like you start like saying you know sense okay is there something more going on here is there something more than just you person a is there something that's let's just forget the word possessing let's just is there something oppressing you Mm -hmm. that's of a demonic nature or a spiritual force of darkness if our battle is not against flesh and blood ephesians 6 but against principalities powers and rulers of of the heavenly places um is it is it at all possible that even somebody that's saved is being oppressed by one of those, and then and then you start praying for that person and you start to see like these weird manifestations, and what really mm. happens is specifically, which is interesting, uh, is a lot of times when you look in somebody's eyes, mm. if there's something that's oppressing them, possessing them. It's like almost like you can see it, and they don't want to look at I've you. I've definitely seen two or three demon oppressed or possibly possessed people, and I knew it. And my holy, the Holy Spirit within me was like, you know, yeah, caution, caution, kind yeah. of thing, you yeah. know. But I, I've never gone through a process where I laid my hands on those people or prayer and fasting, like none of that. I've never gone through yeah. that. Well, and but then you have to ask yourself: Well, Jesus explicitly told us to do that. Go and cast out demons. That's a really so good perspective. Why are we not doing that? Is it because we just don't believe? I guess my point is no, like, the, no, if you don't know the, if you don't how... know the battle, the the enemy that you're against and the battle that you're in, you're never going to fight them. Because I would have answered that like a year ago. Like I've met two people my whole life that that maybe had that, or <laughs> maybe I'm just not recognizing it for what it is. Because that is possible, I suppose. I don't know. The is best that... trick the devil ever played was convincing the world he didn't exist. So if we can just call it, I'm not going to name any because I don't want to. No, no, wanna... no, no, no. That's not the hard. If here, we can yeah. just call it X disease, then they'll just throw medicine at it and they won't worry about me. Oh, man, that's a really great perspective. I, I've honestly never considered that. <laughs> Dylan, help us out here. What do you think? <laughs> um, I wanted to finish the season on a banger. Um, we I'm, should I'm, have a, we should have a, a guest well, on this episode. We, we, or we this, need to, yeah, we need to talk hey, about this again. So I personally don't know enough about it. I never thought at all about like the fact that there's a command to do it. You know, um, yeah, I don't know. I yeah. don't know where I stand now. Now this is the essence of being a thematic. You something's thrown at you. It's a new perspective, and it's like, okay, well, I don't know. So, hey, if nothing less, this is an invitation to go and learn, and 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 that's fine when those situations come at us in life, because either you go back and you say, "Yep, I'm more solidified in what I believed before," and and that's it. You got more strong in your belief. Cool. And if it's like I go back and I research and I pray and I talk to people and it's like, oh, now my perspective shifts. Cool. We're trying okay. to grow in our knowledge of the truth. Okay. As I was sitting here milling, I've got a question that is really pivotal 
for how we would walk this out or what it possibly means. Cast out demons. Does that mean go cast them out from human bodies? Or could it mean demonic presences oppressing Christians in your home? Can you cast them out positionally? Because we know that they are tied to areas like the Prince of Persia. When Jesus is standing there and he says the gates of hell will not prevail against this, he's literally standing right at the edge of an area. If you've read the book, uh, what's the book uh, by Dr. Michael Heiser? Uh, he talks about that area in Israel was known for like demonic activity and black magic and stuff like that. And that's where Jesus was standing. So could it be go cast out demons means every place that your foot shall land will be given to you, like take ground. Could it mean that more than it means like go cast out demons out of people? Because if that's yeah, the case, I do, I do think it means if that. If that's the case, we, I do do that way more often than I do. Like, of course, it, it does mean that also. But you, what we're seeing out of Jesus and the disciples is that they, is that they were casting out demons of people into pigs. In one, case. <laughs> yeah, into pigs. Where do we put them when we like what <laughs> like, like Ghostbusters? Like, yeah, get the little trap, get him in there. Let's take that dude. A tiny. Put, we invent a tiny pig trap. It's a little thing okay. that looks like. Okay, okay. Go ahead. Let's take that dude, <laughs> that dude, and put him in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, on the side of the street, and this with the same symptoms. Man, that guy's crazy. He's he's a schizo. He's he's a drunkard. Oh man, he's cutting himself. You think cutting is new? Cutting's not new, mm-hmm. right? You, same symptoms, and we see that guy in the street, and we're thinking the, we're not thinking what Jesus is thinking. Hmm. I'm just being all like nine times out, hmm. nine Christians out of ten aren't seeing that guy on the side of the street and thinking what Jesus was thinking. Really he good. traveled across the sea for this one dude who nobody. I mean, he he was so he was chained up quote, in a graveyard, unquote, crazy. He was living in a graveyard by himself, breaking chains, naked. Mm-hmm. You know, we just say he's he's just a drug. He's just he's just on drugs. He's an alcoholic. It's a really good and point. Jesus I mean, is I like, no, anything. no, he just is filled back. with a legion of demons. <laughs> and then he casts those demons into these pigs. And that's who knows why. That's good bacon right there. But, well, he's a Jew, I guess. That's why. But Because um, <laughs> it was unclean. Mm-hmm. And then what's so crazy is we did an episode a few weeks ago about the rich young ruler mm-hmm. who... Jesus says, you go sell everything and follow me. And he went away sad because he didn't want to sell everything and follow Jesus. This dude was so delivered. He was begging to follow Jesus. And Jesus says, no, you're not going to follow me. You go back to the Decapolis and tell everybody what God's done for you. Because what's God concerned with? Having your heart. And once he has your heart, he doesn't need you in the flesh. He wants you to send you on mission, right? That's really good. (laughs) Anyway, that's a different sermon. But I I love that you asked the question. (laughs) The demon thing, I don't know. Listen, I'm not saying that I'm exactly set on it. I'm saying that my mind's been open. I think we need to explore it more because... Put it like this, just, yeah, if I do believe that there are diseases, I, I believe that there's sin choices that result in consequences, that there are drunkards, yeah. for example, there are drug, drug it, there addicts. There are people that eat too much that have diabetes. There's That's that. not a there, demon. Yeah, there's, yeah. yeah, there's real yeah. diseases. Yeah. There's real And, and uh, I mean, I'm, I'm saying that because I, uh, those are things that I suffer with that I'm not like, I'm being oppressed. They're feeding me hot dogs. You know, it's like, no, I'm making those choices. They're poor choices. Right. They stem from other issues that I'm still working through and trying to get healing from and victory from. But like the consequences attached to those issues, I'm not going to blame it on a demon. Right. Yeah, as I, an example, I just think, to be yeah, really bold. I think my point is when it comes to the battle that we're in, 
we have three enemies, the three enemies of the soul. I think we did an episode on the this. world, the flesh, and the devil. Yeah, the world, the flesh, and the devil. And if we are always blaming stuff on the world and never on our own flesh, then we're missing it. If we're if we're the person that blames everything on the devil and never on our flesh or the world and our friend group, we're missing it. But if we if we never give any credit to the the devil yeah. or the spiritual powers of we're darkness, it. and it's just as proof by this this uh, uh, story in scripture where he's like, this isn't uh, epilepsy. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just inviting us to consider hmm. is maybe, yeah. Some people are, okay, some people are all about demon. Everything's a demon, everything. It's just every the devil has all this power, and it's like, dude, chill out. He doesn't have that much power, and the, the devil himself is not everywhere, and not everything's a demon. So, but probably most people don't live there. Most modern Christians live in the place that they don't ever even consider it. Yeah. And so I'm just thinking, I don't know. I, maybe we should consider it a little I'm bit I'm admittedly more. probably going to take a new position on this and, you know, not, um, as promised, we didn't discuss it at all before. I had no idea. I just knew the question about 10 to 15 seconds before we started filming. <laughs> um, so I just came out bold, like, here's what I think. Hearing that. And I'd never really considered the cast out demons thing as a command for us today. You know, I never, never really thought about it, honestly, because I don't do a lot of casting out of demons. It's really good. Heal position. the sick, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. What, what does it say? You know, preach, yeah. the gospel, preach the gospel, heal the sick, cast out demons. Really good. Really <laughs> good. I'm super open. Let's, let's make a commitment maybe in season four. Well, we'll commit to looking for the right expert that would be willing to come on. Is I got that a friend. Okay? I got a friend. Yeah, I got a friend. I okay. think he's close enough that he can make it our way. Okay. I'm really interested to learn more um, within the confines. Can we agree on this? That there, um, he that is within us is greater than he that is in the world. 100%. There is, there is if we're going to explore these realities, let's explore them in the context that we have victory over them through Christ as evidence yep. uh, from the scripture. Nothing and, to be scared of. Yeah. He is nothing. But knowing your enemy and like as Jesus demonstrated to the disciples, like like you can't just approach it all the same. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and I think those kinds of exploratory conversations that could give us more insight and better understanding and make us more effective, uh, I'm way open to. So that great question. You, st- you got me. <sighs> well... Thanks for sticking with us, everybody. Yeah, that's thank a you. wrap for season three. If uh, if you have enjoyed this episode or this season, please would you share it with somebody and Good. leave uh, a rating and a review on whatever platform you're joining us on. That's what helps the algorithms get it out to more people. If you haven't yet seen season one or season two, consider checking those out. And if you have a question or a comment or something that you'd like to get to us, a question maybe for season four, then find us on the thematicpodcast.com. Yeah. And it's been a great uh, season, brother. Love you guys. Thank you, man. Love you. Great, Dylan. Great job. Put your hands together for the man behind the cameras. And thank you, Andy, for all the editing for the season. We'll see you in season four. See you guys. Peace.